This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Shelby Joe Long, Senior Vice President of the Strategic Advisor Board and CEO of Business Dynamics. And welcome to the Genius Entrepreneur Podcast. I love this podcast because it's so fun to talk to entrepreneurs that have created businesses out of their passion, out of their expertise. And it's inspiring for you listeners to think about how, how to reconceptualize your own genius and make a product of it and sell it in this wide open marketplace. And I hearing stories and understanding this transformation is really critical to that. And I had the opportunity to meet Domini a couple of weeks ago at uh, an event that uh, an event where we met all sorts of other inspiring people and very exciting to be there and inspiring connections there. And I'm excited to learn more about her business. So I'd like to introduce Domini Drew, a soul-based advisor for high-achieving men. And I cannot wait to hear more about her business. So Domini, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm super psyched to be here and uh, super honored. And I'm really looking forward to this. Have been for a while. Yeah, I think this is such a fitting uh, is such a fitting interview, particularly as I dive into the female founders series because it's just to be inspiring to other people to think about their genius and think about their connections in a different way. And I think your business does exactly that. But I want you to tell us a little background about your business. Give us kind of the 360 degree overview and then then we'll dig a little bit deeper into your history. Absolutely. Um, I'm really excited actually to share this on this particular topic because my work, as you'll see sort of as we dig in, um, tends to be the type of realm that can be really difficult to market. Um, and there are a lot of people who, who really are, are are quite skilled in this. And and so it's something that I have managed to monetize. I have managed to create a business around it. And uh, it was not the easiest, I'm not going to lie. Um, so I started this work probably the safest to say is when I was about 19 years old and I'm currently 38. So it's been almost 20 years in this field. And I'm, um, I really got into it because I was an absolute mess. Like I was just (laughs) a goddamn mess. I was insecure on every level. I was all this, I was just a mess of like self-hatred and body image issues and, you know, things that a lot of us ladies really struggle with and men do as well. Um, but there's, you know, there's a special thing in, in today's society that that really uh, pushes on us ladies and creates some pressure. And I had all of that. I mean, I had I had no boundaries. Um, I I really just uh, had no had no str- I didn't have a strong sense of self and I couldn't tolerate myself. I just I couldn't felt like I couldn't be me any longer. Plus, P.S. depressed on meds, you know, anxious, all of the you know, all of the things. And I went to a weekend workshop. Um of a, a modality called Pathwork, which a lot of people have not heard of. And I transformed more in one, whatever, three or four day workshop than I thought was humanly possible. And I was like, oh, I would like more of this shit, please. 
<laughs> and so, and so I, I just dived in. I was really, I, I studied that work intensively for about five years. And then I went to another intensive four-year energy healing school. Uh, and then I got a master's degree and I just kept going and going and going. And what I was really doing was, was clearing, identifying and clearing my own human bullshit, you know, that a lot of us really just deal with on the right, on a regular basis, right? The self-sabotage, um, the negative self-talk, all of these things. And that's perhaps up to that point, not that rare of a story, but here's the thing that tends to set it apart and that I really uh, get really excited about sharing is that after a while, and I will be honest, it took, it took some time, right? I've done this for 20 years after a few years, right? Peeling back layer after layer after layer, I got to the bottom and the right. issue was actually cleared. <laughs> and that's a really important thing because in the personal development or the energy healing world, people tend to be like, oh, well, it's never gone. You know, there's always more to go. And, and and there's 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 more to go. Sure. I between me and enlightenment, there are certainly a couple more steps. But let me tell you what, all of those things I just listed on my fingers there, they're all gone. Okay, they're not better. It's not like I've coped with it and I still get anxious, but oh, it sure is better. There is no anxiety anymore. There is no depression. I was on meds for about six years, did this work, got off the meds. Um, I have no body image issues anymore. It doesn't come up. It, it literally doesn't exist anymore. It, not that I didn't have to peel layer after layer, but then I did find a place where I got to a bottom. And I think that's really important because otherwise it just looks fucking endless. <laughs> and right. so it's really important to know. And so now the work that I teach is this accelerated process of what I learned. So you're, you're, you're evolving, you're, you're solving these issues, um, in whatever time that you take, but in a couple of years, as opposed to, you know, therapy for 10 years. And it's just, it's, it's really accelerated. Um, it's really direct and the results that you experience are permanent. Sure. Sure. That's so a few things stick out for me, but just from your ex explanation about that, like you've been there, you've done the journey, you've walked the, you, you know, you've walked that whole journey yourself over an extended period of time, but you at least you've been there and you recognize that and you understand how empowering that can be for an individual, no matter where they're, where they're at in their space. And particularly with, with leaders and CEOs that are in a space where they're managing so much and they're in charge of so much and it's, high ticket and it's high value. And then they have family and stuff on the site. So there's all sorts of things that are going on that are, that are with female and male CEOs and male leaders, but it's, but you have been through that journey. So I think that's such an important experience. And then, and then I'm going to ask you a little bit more about this, about kind of dive into that. Like, yes, you've been through that process over an extended period of time, but you've identified these principles that are key and that can help walk people through that process at their own pace, but it can be a more directed journey rather than uh, maybe we'll try this. Maybe we'll try this. So anyway, the work that you and I do is very similar. I work in curriculum development. I work in program development and taking these big ideas and focusing them into a few focus points. And so it's, it's similar, but uh, yeah. Can you talk more about that? You don't need to give us the bullet points of the journey, but but what was that process like taking that journey and making it a focused process? Yeah, it's really interesting. The 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 journey I think is is probably other than like I have a I have a profound um knack for facilitating this work. I'm weirdly good at it, right? So so that I did 
incarnate with or whatever. That's that's a natural gift of mine. Other than that, I think the only real gift that I have to share, which is plenty, is the fact, just as you say, I've been through what seems like just about every issue there is, right? Because actually there aren't that many. When you come down to the source of them, it comes down to a few fundamental things. It comes down to a few fundamental things. And I had all of those. And so, (laughs) and so whenever somebody comes to me, there's already a point of connection. Yep. I remember. Yep. I can see it through some version of, of your eyes. And there's a way that I can connect there. And so having been through it, you know, the, I've worked with, with men in dating, um, that I started, I started my business, um, being a men's dating coach, not because I have any dating expertise, by the way, (laughs) I don't, (laughs) but that's fine because nobody has any dating problems. They have personal problems that show up in their dating life. Sure. Right. You're not having trouble meeting women. You're having fear that's keeping you from da, 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 da. And now we're into how you work, which is my area of expertise. So I would sort of make jokes, you know, on my podcast about like how, you know, people come to the actual dating questions. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any, I'm just a dating coach. Why would you ask me that question? Um, and so, um, and, and so it really comes down to these, these sort of fundamental things. And, and so having been th- through all of these things, um, I was working often with the men about, about attraction, things like that, right? It's, it's, it's your mindset and actually not your physical body that people find attractive or they don't. Um, so having gone through all of this work, I, I am now live a life interestingly, because my life very much was very full of struggle and stress. Even if I was like in a field by myself, I was struggling. Like there was no, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't need the outside, you know, uh, instigation of that, but I just created my own. And now having worked through all of that, I live this life of this sort of effortlessness and ease. As I stepped into that, the way people saw me started to shift people began to find me a lot more attractive, sure, which was very interesting. But I didn't have that early on. So I didn't grow up being super hot, for example. And I, when I see women that are kind of like that, I actually have a lot of sympathy for that. Like that had to be really hard, I imagine, to be seen in such a way your sort of your whole life. And so, because it creates a sort of, oh, I, I am this, you know, you see yourself reflected in the world around you. There's, there, there's like a lot in that. Um, and so in the same way, I haven't always, I didn't drop into enlightenment at a young age. And so I have the ability to, you know, the, 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 not even skill set, just experience, I suppose, of really having been through all of the, the nitty gritties and it, it really helps to be able to teach. And so you know, the, the field of, of energy healing, of personal development work can be really fucking hard to market. It can be really hard. Your yeah. skill set is essential here because for you to ask me what I do is not as simple as maybe it, you would think it would be after 20 years in the field. Right. The reason is not, right? It's hard to define. Yeah. It's hard to define, right? It's not that I'm uncertain what's going to happen to you. It's that by definition, what's going to happen to you is ineffable. Yeah. It's it's beyond that. It's, it's, it's not contained in the mental realm. That's therapy. Therapists are skilled in the mental and psychological realms. One of the reasons therapy takes so much longer is you're talking about the direct path. Well, therapy takes longer, probably, usually most of the time, not because it's less good. It's not, but because it only addresses a couple of layers of the human system, the mental and the psychological. But you're more than a mental and psychological being, right? You have a physical body, you have emotions, you have an energetic field and a spiritual self. And, you know, and so my work basically takes all of those levels into account at once. 
And so it really gets to the point where you know where you are, you have an idea of where you want to be. You just need the path to get there. And that's sort of what I provide. So it's a much, much simpler, much more direct. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because you pro you're, and your work is so custom and it's so personal that you really develop a relationship with a person. So it's, I, I don't know. I just think, I, I think in the, in the business mindset too, when you think about business, you're like, well, what can you produce that can scale? And, and maybe that's not the point of what you do. What the point of what you do is to help people produce more or help people discover their capabilities. And so they can, so it's kind of a intangible, isn't the right word to say it, but it's, but that's almost what the result is. Cause you can't really measure it because you can't, it's challenging to measure, measure mindset. And I think that, I think that's an inherent marketable issue for your industry, even though it's so valuable. Yeah. 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 Because and just even stepping into the space is, is overcoming a huge challenge. So, yeah, it really is. And, and honestly, the, the secret that I kind of wanted to, wanted to share, this is why I was excited to come on the show, the secret of, of taking something that is ineffable um, or coaching or whatever you, you know, as you coach someone, you know, uh, even in, in one area, what you're, you're bringing their awareness, you're shifting them. So that impacts every other area of their life, which is what, what, which is on sort of more human level, what the ineffable thing sort of manifests as. Honestly, I would just say, if this is, if this is resonating for people listening, just pick something. Just pick something. I'm, I'm, I wasn't a men's dating coach. I didn't have that set of expertise. It doesn't matter. I can solve that problem because right. your problem doesn't have anything to do with dating. And I had the skill set that could solve it. So obviously don't put yourself out as doing something you can't do, except in the silly way that I'm kind of describing it. But like, just, just pick something, you know, who do you ideally want to work with? Who really lights you up to work with and then pick a problem. You know, what, what problem do you want to solve? And you're going to solve a lot of other problems at the same time. And that can be tricky. I'm sure you know this very well, but people are like, I can, I can help anybody do anything. And it's like, good. But if you want to market that shit and make any money, you really got to narrow it way down. <laughs> one thing, just pick one problem, solve that. People pay a lot of money to solve problems. So, so much. Yeah. <laughs> pick one thing. And then you can branch out. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I learned that early on. It was so counterintuitive. Like the, the, the narrower, smaller problem you solve, or the more specific, I should say, problem that you solve, the more money you make. And I, I found that absolutely to be true. I think you hit another, you hit another really good point that uh that I bring up with frequently with clients is that is that you have to, you've got to pick a person. And that's not an ideal client avatar, even though that usually is what it turns out to be. But that's a particularly in the area of work that you do, and I work in the brand space, and so it's a it's a lot about story and who you are and who you best match with, whether it's men or women, or whether it's older people, retired people, or whether it's people in startups, whatever that is, because you have to you have to approach it on a psychological level rather than a demographic level. And yeah. I think that's thinking of your ideal client as a, as a person and the conversation that you'd have is, is so important to think about because yeah. who do you want to work with? Because you're going to be spending a whole lot of time with them and yeah. you're going to be spending a whole lot of time with them and many other people like them. So if you don't like working with a certain type of person, don't work with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it comes down to what you want rather than what you can do. 
exactly. right? Like, who do you want to spend your, like, I, I literally, my skill set is how people hold themselves back from what they want. It literally underlies every single problem people have. Like by definition, I could put this in any direction, but I'm still me. What do I want to spend my day talking about? And when it came down to that, I was like, let's talk about sex and attraction. That sounds like fun. And I found I was drawn to relationships. I could also pivot and and change a couple of words in my program and help women entrepreneurs move from six figures to seven figures. It's all the same self-sabotage, but I needed to pick my thing. And it's so funny you should say that because that's exactly how it happened for me. I was like, in my early days, I was like a baby entrepreneur. And I was like, okay, like I need to like find a niche or whatever. And then I saw some YouTube clip of some guy being interviewed and my whole intuition just went, that's the guy. I could not even tell you who that was now, but I remember, I remember seeing him and, uh, and I just knew, and I was like, that was the person. And from there, all of the people, all of the details of who I wanted to work with flowed. Yeah. Because it's, it's a relationship and it's, uh, it's a lot of time. And I think that's important to, I think that's a really, I, I, I think that's a really important piece of advice for entrepreneurs out there. Yeah. Who do you want to work with and who do you want to spend the most time with? Yeah. And I think that's I think that's key. So talk talk to me a little bit about your, you know, you have this journey. So can you pinpoint a few of the I, I don't want to I don't want to give away give away, you know, all of your secrets. But <laughs> are a few few areas is it more business related or is it all self-related? image related? Are there core issues that people typically deal with that prohibits them from reaching that next level? Because you work with high performers, you work with, with, with CEOs and leaders and, you know, high performing people. So is there, is it common or is it kind of across the board of what that tends to be? Is it money, personality, body image? Is there a certain theme that rides across? You know, I would say there probably are a couple of themes. Um, and and mostly I think that's because like you and I talked about uh, early on, there, there are really only a few, a handful of issues that people even have. Right. You know, and how those manifest obviously, obviously is infinite. But when you come down to the core, and one of the reasons I get so excited about my work is that it's about the source of the issue as opposed to one of the symptoms, right? Which are, which are limitless. Um. There, there's definitely um, self-worth. We can feel this deepening as I like feel into this. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is the this is the real shit right here. Um, and self-worth is not quite like, oh, I feel good about myself. It's like, is it safe to be me? I like that. Um, is it safe to be seen? Entrepreneurial ladies, raise your hands right now as you're listening. Okay. I love being seen. I wanted to be on a stage when I was five and I still found issues in myself around fear of being seen. Sure. Right. Because what, what is being seen? Being seen when I'm, when I'm using that phrase in this way, it's about being seen and acknowledged as who you are. So it really, if you even peel that little layer off beneath that is, is it okay to be me? Hmm. Right. And a lot of it comes down to safety. Right. Remember, this is not the adult mind. Okay. This is the child mind when that it's not safe or people will leave me or I'm not okay. Formed 
right? That forms human trauma forms from a moment when a child perceives its life as threatened. Sure. How, how hard is it to threaten the life of a child? Right. They're very vulnerable creatures. You leave them alone long enough, they'll die on their own. Right. They're useless, adorable, but useless. Right. (laughs) No armor, no, no shields. (laughs) Right. So, so that, that can happen very easily. So that's why every human experiences a, 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 a kind of trauma or wounding in their lives. And it doesn't matter whether or not you had a traumatic childhood has nothing to do with that. Right. And so at some point you perceived your life as being threatened and, and you, you, um, gleaned some assumption from that. You created an assumption. Oh, people will leave me. And then that lodges in the back of your brain. And it actually forms as like a lens over your eyes, such that that's how you perceive reality. So everywhere you look, right? It's like it's like a trying to describe water to a fish, right? Everywhere you look, that's your reality. And you go, you'll tell me all day long, Dominique, it's not just like, I'm not crazy. Look, everyone does leave me. Girl, I hear you. You are not wrong. It's just not why you think it is. It's not because of people. It's because you're attracted to the ones that will prove you right about your perception of the world. So, so, and and until you become conscious of that lens, it's, it's coloring your perspective, right? It's keeping your business from taking off. Why can't, why can't you clarify your message, right? I'm sure you deal with this all the time, right? What's actually keeping you from clarifying your message? What will happen to you if you let out that voice, that song, that bird song within that wants to come out and say, I can solve this problem, but you've swallowed it back and you've chained it up because something happened that was scary. And, you know, there we, we carry the fear. If that happens again, I might not survive it next time. That's interesting. It's so, so interesting. It's so true. And so I guess I, I, I see that a lot because I work with a lot of men and women that are in career transitions. They've been in careers for a long time. And myself, I'm an example of that too, in a career for a long time. And then I was like, eh, not really fulfilled. I think I'm ready for something else, but I don't really know what that is. And then there's kind of that, there's this comfort that we've had for so long in our careers. And then that almost becomes a a handcuff, if you will, to break away to because your expertise has developed and nurtured in this space. And then when you take it out to this space, and man, it can easily be rejected. Mm-hmm. Then it's like the true test because you're comfortable over here. That maybe I'm maybe I'm speaking my own story. <laughs> no, I think you're right. It's like the seduction of mastery, right? You're like, but I'm so good at this. Like. Yeah. And then you get into that space and then and then you're challenged and you're not as successful as you were. And it's it's very much about the mindset of that. And yeah. I see that with a lot of people yeah. because there's a comfort in, in your expertise. And then stepping outside of that is, is a real, it's a, cha- it's a challenge for anybody. A hundred percent by definition, you're leveling up, right? Isn't that what you, and then you, once, if you push through that, then you feel like, oh shit, I just like. I just became something. I mean, that's that's human evolution right there. Yeah. That's powerful. Super powerful. Yeah. yeah. And, and you work with people at such a rich time, you know, where they're like facing this um, unknown. Right. I mean, that might take off or it might 
fucking flop. And, oh, oh God. And it's like, but that you can sit in that space in total fear or you can sit in that space in like total wonder. <gasps> What's going to happen next? I don't know. And the uncertainty is what a lot of people are very uncomfortable with. Understandably so. People humans have- hate the unknown. Yeah, yep. they, yep. Do. they do. They do. It's, it's a it's a challenging space, and I think particularly for people in leadership positions that deal with so many so many challenges, family, business, unknown economy, whatever that is, and it all feels like it's crashing down on you at once. Yes, great to have a person like you to talk to to say like, uh, uh-uh, it's not that. Yes. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Even though you're you're in this space where you're totally nerve-wracked. Yeah, for sure. It's true. It's true. It's it's fascinating. It really all comes down to your relationship to life. Here's what's happening. What's happening is what's happening. Girl, don't even don't even try to change that shit. That's just that's that's just that's what's going to happen. Now, how you feel about it can be up to you. Not that you go in there and sort of strong arm and be like, I'm going to be happy when you're not, but like you can sit, you can let those feelings move through you. Um, I imagine you, you do, I imagine this probably comes into your work as well, but a lot of times when people sit down with me, the first thing we learn is like how to feel your feelings, Mm -hmm. right? They're not going to hurt you. They're going to be uncomfortable, but they can't actually harm you. Like you can just let yourself feel that. And I, I did this. I shut my feelings off for like 13 years (laughs) and then I had to like let them back in. And that was scary as shit for quite some time. Um, and I had to re I had to relearn. And so there's a difference between like feeling uncomfortable and, and really being harmed by it. We think, oh God, don't, don't go there. It's like, well, but there is there. Otherwise you wouldn't be pointing to it. So now we're just arguing with reality, which is actually creating more tension and more suffering than just feeling the discomfort, breathing through it. Any emotion moves through you in a matter of seconds if you let it go. Your book is going to be so powerful. <laughs> I really should write that. <laughs> you really should. You really should. Because in my experience, writing your story, it, it, that's like the true reckoning, right? Like you, you've got to come to terms with it because you're trying to get the audience to emote with you as well. And that's a, it's, it's all out there. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah it's really challenging. So. Yeah, that sounds like a really beautiful, uh, beautiful experience, like a beautiful becoming through that. It is. We need mm. to <laughs> you guys, Shelby's trying to make me read write a book. <laughs> well, you got a lot of cool things to say and you can influence a lot of people, more true. people than you already do. It's true. Well, I'm a sucker for that. So tell me about the types of people you work with. And it, it, because I also think here's the other thing about your your skill set and what you do is that it's not something that people people are like, oh, I need to go talk to her because I know because I know that I have this mental block, right? It's something that we don't really discover or realize. So, okay, so how do I mean? Are there some symptoms? Are there some things that we can re- like if our listeners can think about if they have if they're hitting some sort of roadblock or they're not progressing? What are some things we that kind of show that they maybe need to work with somebody like you? Oh, a hundred percent. Um, anxiety, any and all ang- anxiousness is a, is a, is a big red flag, stress, um, tiredness, uh, difficulty in your relationships, right? You might have some idea what it's about. Well, I really need to learn to send boundaries. That's great. Learn, come, to, come, come to me. We, we can, that thing can be learned in a matter of a, a week or two. Um, 
uh, clarity of communication, right? I'm not being heard. Okay. It doesn't matter the words you say, what you're, the, the way you say them, right? And part of that's physical tonality, et cetera, but the energetic way you say them, if, if you have an, uh, an underlying um, belief or a lens on your eye that says, don't hear me, or if I am heard, I'll get in trouble, then you can speak as clearly as, as clear as day to a, you know, on a huge stage and no one will hear you. They will not resonate with you. Right. Um, so uh, issues in per- in your relationships, your personal relationships, romantic or otherwise, and issues in your relationship with yourself, right? Maybe your mind is racing. Um, maybe you're, uh, you've got voices in your head. I used to have voices in my head all the time, all day long. They're gone. They're like gone. I didn't even know that was possible. You know, that's huge because it was constant. It was a constant drain. Right. Um, so, so I would say, I would say those, I would say, um, anxiety is a big one. Frustration, um, uh, stickiness in your personal relationships and, uh, and issues in, in what's going on in your, in your inner world. That's really, those are probably the main red flags that I think would be most relevant here. Sure. And particularly for those high achievers, leadership, people in leadership positions where it is stressful and it is a And it is a test on your relationships, your personal relationships Ugh. and your business relationships. Yeah. All tied in with money and performance and assessment and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, so basically everyone needs you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think that certainly, but also, and here's what may narrow it down is, is the people that need to come work with me are the people who are over it. Right. I mean, real over it. Like, and and they know they're either attracted to working with me. They're like, oh my God, I need this lady right now. Or they're like, oh no, that, that doesn't, that sounds terrible. Great. That's your, that's your inner guidance saying go that way or don't go that way. Um, right. And, uh, and I would be happy to offer a free call, by the way, if anybody wants to let me to come through this and let me know that they, um, you know, schedule a call and, and let me know they came through this podcast. I'd be happy to, to offer a free call for people. Um, We'll put that in the notes for sure. That would be great. Yeah. Because it's really, um, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a wild ride. It's accelerated. It's real. There's some intensity and you move through things you may have been struggling with your entire life in a matter of a couple of months. That's a big emotional roller coaster, but you come out the other side ready mentally for your position and ready to excel. Exactly. It's exactly what you just talked about. I'm really, really good and comfortable here at this point in my career. I'm going to go up to that next level. That's going to be uncomfortable. It has to be uncomfortable because by definition, what you're comfortable with is what's no longer serving you. And by the way, you're not that comfortable. Otherwise, you wouldn't be thinking about that next level up. Right. Okay. If you're comfortable settle, you know, being where you are, then you wouldn't want to move. Right. So something's calling you to look next level of greatness. And it's just a matter of stepping up. And if you've got a hand to help you, then it's that much smoother and easier. Absolutely. You don't have to go at it alone. Two, two things stick out for me with, from this whole conversation is that you don't have to do it alone. There are people out there to help you. There are experts out there in this area, like yourself to help guide through that process, uh, which is something that, you know, mindset, whatever, whatever it is, it's, it's really performance and it's really, and it's really, it's something that is, that's challenging for all of us, whether 
you're an athlete or a business or whatever that is, everybody's going to deal with that. And if you want to reach that higher level, it's important to have guidance and, and another person. Yeah. And I think that's so important. So I would encourage everybody to reach out to you and we'll make sure all that stuff is available uh, in the podcast notes. But the other thing is this idea of intuition. Uh, I I love talking about intuition because it's something that's, that is so, it, it's in your soul. It's something that feels right or doesn't feel right. And it's something that tells your body, do this or don't do this. And yeah. Like, you know, fundamentally what is right and what is wrong at that certain time and your intuition and trusting your intuition, it will lead you to the right place. Yes. Yeah. And that's what this is about. It's just, and and everybody has this intuition in case anybody's out there, like that doesn't apply to me. It is out there. It's, it's like, it's like energy, energy healing, right? People are like, oh, I believe in energy or I don't believe in energy. And to me, that's like, it's such a ridiculous question. Like that's like saying, I believe in this chair that I'm sitting on. Like you could certainly choose to not believe in that chair, but like definitely sitting on it and I can feel it. And so it's a thing that you're trained to. They're just more subtle, right? All these things we're talking about, they're not, they're not um, magic in the sense they are kind of magical. It's not, they're not magic in the sense that you can't access them, right? Or you can't understand them. It simply is they're on subtle levels, right? And so you you just learn to access these these southern um, subtle levels, and so um, exactly what you're saying, and I'm sure you do the exact same thing. Um, people, you know what what you ferry people across, and it really does look like that, right? You know, like going from one bank of a river to another is exactly the same growth process that 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 I teach as well. I do it. I'm focusing on the growth, and you're focusing on the on the result, um, and 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 that's that's life. This this is this is you know, living life, you can certainly keep living with a problem. You can certainly keep walking around with your genius and not monetizing it, but like you're, you have this pile of potential. And so the, the invitation is to open that door and step forward into who you really are. And having a hand to hold you is sure helpful. Absolutely. Is there any, any last advice you'd give to somebody who's thinking about maybe taking that next step, but not really sure not really confident to do so yet before they call you, of course, like how, how do we think about how to create our own business out of our passion and our expertise? And how do we step into that expert genius space and influence others? Any call Shelby, call Shelby immediately. (laughs) (laughs) That's priority numero uno. Um, Yeah. I would say that the, the process and I'm not really joking about calling Shelby <laughs> um, because because having a having a guide on that process is is um, is massive. Um, even before calling just before calling Shelby, here's what I would do as ladies. We um, we have this this thing culturally where we um, require permission to do shit. Uh and I'm going to call it a habit. I don't think it's natural to us per se. Perhaps it's a distortion of a natural quality. Um, so, so there's a, there's a process. And if you can tap into this before calling Shelby, then I think you're, I think you're a step ahead, which would be sit in a room by yourself. Okay. Get the kids and the pets and the husband elsewhere. Okay. And simply to 
um, to take, to consider what you really want, right? We're talking about who do you want to work with? Okay. That was a hard question for me to answer. And I was 15 years into process work at that point, right? Because I had to give myself real permission um, if I could actually work with whoever I want, right? What's the 0.001% of what I want? And let that be your vision. But otherwise, there's all of these this noise of shoulds and, oh, my mom always wanted me to be a dentist. And so maybe I'll da-da-da-da. And that stuff can get really subtle, right? And so really giving yourself permission and tapping into your imagination and being and just write it down. It's, it's, it's you and you. There's nobody to you know, lie to here. And a couple of things happen when you do that. One is you give yourself permission and you might, things might come up that wouldn't otherwise come up. And secondly, as you begin to notice a fine distinction between who you think you are and who you really are and coming in to, I say, do this right before you call Shelby, because coming into your process, Shelby, with who I think I am is just going to, it's, they're going to lead you down the wrong path a little ways. Cause you'll probably catch, you know, catch it, not go too far, but, um, but it also, it, it's, it's, it's creating this distinction, your authentic self. I had a teacher once who said there, there are three you's. There's the you everyone thinks you are. There's the you, you think you are. And there's the you, you really are. And finding that distinction, that's, that's the key to authenticity. That's the key to success in business. That's the key to owning your voice, to being heard and to monetizing what you, what you're really on the planet to do. You know what you're on the planet to do. You just need to create to connect with that part of yourself. What a great piece of advice and what how what a nice way to inspire our audience to think about their expertise in a way where they can make an impact with it. So Yeah. Dominique, where can we find where can our audience find you and we'll be sure it's all included in the notes, but where can they find you? Absolutely. I'm online at dominiedrew.com. Feel free to check out the website. Uh, my podcast is on there. Very welcome to check that out. That gives you a lot of idea of, um, A, it's a great free resource and it gives you an idea about what working with me is like um, uh, in case this has not. And um, I'm happy to send that link and you're welcome to schedule a free call and we can hop on the phone and and see what, um, uh, what might be the, the number one block that we can knock down right there and get you toward where you're going. Absolutely. What an inspiring conversation. What a treat. Uh, I am, I'm so happy to know a little bit more about your business and what you do and the impact that you're making with leaders and people that choose to go in that direction because it can make a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm thrilled the same. I feel like I've learned so much more about you. I've got like three people in the back of my mind to introduce you to. By the way, I'm like, I've got people that need your, need your services (laughs) by a lot. Yes. Yes. It's uh, the marketplace is wide open. It's just finding your space in it. Absolutely. Do anything you want. Yes. And that is the truth. You just have to believe that you can. Yes. Put that into the exercise, you guys. Then in that imagination exercise I was talking about, it can be absolutely anything. Sometimes you have to repeat that to yourself a number of times to even see that you were maybe restricting yourself to a certain area. But exactly as you phrase it, Shelby, that was, that's absolutely perfect. It can be absolutely, if, if I could Disconnected from reality, total imagination land. What would I do? I would build castles. Great. Out of what? Right. Follow it and see and see where it goes because it might lead you somewhere you weren't even expecting. Absolutely. Well, Dominic, you have inspired our audience to think about their expertise, their genius in a different way, and to understand that there is a place in the marketplace. And if you, if and when, I shouldn't say if, I should say when you decide to take that step 
there are plenty of resources out there to help you make that next step and to create a business that you've dreamed about. Yes. Yes. Dominique, thank you again. And thank you listeners for tuning in to the Genius Entrepreneur Podcast. I'll see you next time when we talk to another genius entrepreneur to inspire you to think about your genius a little bit differently. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Joe Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.